Hi, this is episode 38 of the Johnny's Way podcast. I'm John Leister, and I'm going to read one of my first Lee Ackland short stories. It's called Lee Ackland, 1970s Private Investigator in Shallow Waters. I'm so angry. Boy, was she ever. Luckily, I was the only tenant in the shabby three-story office building where my spartan but tidy office was located. Oh, I closed my one window, fearful that someone might call the cops. What he did... He's got to pay my daughter. Would you like something to drink? I'll have a vodka gimlet. Don't laugh, Lee. She'll likely take off her high heel and try to hit you with it. Mrs. Flanders, I have one bottle of male ale, a can of Coke, and tap water. You drink tap water? You know the CIA puts fluoride in our water. That's why JFK was assassinated. The plan was implemented without his authorization. Plausible deniability. A rogue agent named Shallow Waters blew the whistle to the president, and both men were killed the next day. It's in a book I read by Harry Bark. He's a socialist, and so am I. His hair was up in a style that I could only describe as indescribable, but it was obviously the result of what looked like hours of work. Imagine a beehive on top of a bird's nest with bangs and braids. Her name was Lola Flanders. She was grossly overweight. Her upper body was contained in a black wool turtleneck with a red heart in the center. Her ears were pierced multiple times, and each piercing was adorned with a ring. I'd never seen so many earrings on a woman before. It's a wonder her neck didn't break. Her face was buried under so much makeup that I could barely guess at how old she was. She'd been in my office ten minutes and during that time smoked seven cigarettes. Holy moly, I smoked about half a pack a day and sometimes worried about the repercussions. But this lady smoked like her life depended on it. In any event, she appeared to have money. I nodded patiently as she brazenly picked her nose as if it were a perfectly ladylike gesture. My stomach heaved and I felt an urge to throw up. Mrs. Flanders, apparently someone has wronged you. Not me, earwax, my daughter. Were you not listening? Yes, but if someone has wronged your daughter, then he's wronged you. Why don't we take it from the top? She lit another smoke and slammed her multiple ring adorned hand on my desk. To my embarrassment, I flinched. I'm so angry. I have a gun, you know, a forty-five or something. I don't need you. I'll take care of you myself. Thank you for your time. Here. She opened her purse and pulled out a wad of $20 bills and threw them at my face while still smoking. Amazingly, my eyes did not roll out of my head. Mrs. Flanders, please don't take the law into your own hands. Let me make a quick phone call. A few seconds later. Hi, it's Lee Hacklin. Can you bring me two vodka gimlets and some chicken wings? I nodded at Mrs. Flanders. I looked at Mrs. Flanders. She nodded. Honey and garlic, a pound. Make that four gimlets. Ten minutes? Thank you. I hung up, picked up the cash, and made a neat little pile out of it. I guess it's on me, indirectly. She laughed and squeezed her big bum back into one of my client chairs. I like you. I hate you. I can't decide. I went to the police, but those losers never followed up on my complaint. By the time they get to it, I could be dead and buried. Lady, I thought, but didn't say, odds are, that could be any day now. And what was your complaint? That man, what he said. Oh, she wiped beads of sweat from her gooped-up forehead. The action left behind a makeup-free space that revealed to me her ethnicity, which was apparently Caucasian. A delivery man showed up with the drinks and the wings. I tipped him and he left. Mrs. Flanders and I went to town. He's my apartment building manager. His name's Don Topper. He's a pig like the rest of you men. 
At that point, she was on her fifth wing, licked her fingers, and burped without so much as an excuse me. Sally, my angel, lives alone in the Bronx. She was late paying her rent last month. Hell, I offered to buy her a condo or a house, but she's all caught up in being independent. Good for her, I opined. What? Oh, you're one of those male feminists. No, I'm 100% masculinist. She laughed, and a chunk of chicken flew out of her mouth and landed in my eye. That night, I was at Abby's place. She was my girlfriend at the time, and I told her about the case. I want in. No way. Why not? I'll say I'm looking for a place where a mini tape recorder, I have one, while you wait in your car. What do you think? I think it's a bad idea. Did he try to hurt that girl? According to my client, no. He just asked her for sexual favors and in return free rent for a month. Come on, Lee, let me be your partner in this one. This guy sounds like a real a-hole. What else are you going to do? You sure? Yeah, it sounds like fun. My stomach rolled. I know a couple of female cops. Lee, I want to do this. Let me, a part, let me be a part of your world. Tell you what, in return I'll let you work at one of my salons. As what? I don't know, bouncer? We laughed. The next day I sat in my car outside the apartment building where my client's daughter had been inappropriately propositioned by what's-his-face. I smoked nervously while waiting for Abby. I hated the idea of putting her in any kind of danger, but she was gung-ho on doing it. An hour passed after she entered the place. Another hour. My hands shook. Finally, she exited the front door, walked over to my car, and got in the passenger side. She closed the door, gave me a kiss, pulled out the mini tape recorder, and hit play. Topper. The rent covers heat and hot water. Abby, how about cable? Topper, sorry that's on you. Abby, what's the rent again? Three fifty a month. Abby, there's a place three blocks from here that's much nicer and it's only three hundred. Topper, you like to barter. Cool. Abby, the ball's in your court. Topper. Tell you what, how about you take off your clothes and you can have the first month's rent on the house. I don't know. If you S my C, you can have two months free. I'd heard enough. Abby, give me that. She did. Lee. I put the mini tape recorder in my jeans pocket, got out of my car, and ran up to the front door of the place. My heart was pounding and sweat ran down my back. I hit the manager button on the intercom. Hello? Hi, do you have any vacancies? Well, there's a sign out front, isn't there? Hang on. He buzzed me in. I waited in the lobby. Topper walked up to me and stuck out his fat hand. I shook it. My office is right here. Come on in. A lovely lady was just here looking for vacancies too. I have one studio available. Would you like to have a look? I closed his office door. Oh, I prefer to leave that open. I sat in a chair in front of his desk and pulled out the recorder. He gasped. I rewound it a little and hit play. We listened to pretty much to what I just heard a couple of minutes ago. He sat his fat ass at his desk. What do you want? I want to punch you in the face. Oh, are you going to do that? Yes. And I did. It wasn't hard. The desk was just the right length. He fell out of his swivel chair, hard. I came around, pulled him up by his Hawaiian shirt, and yanked him to his fat feet. Here's the deal. You quit today, or I take this tape to the landlord. F you. I punched him again. I see some paper on your desk there. Start writing a resignation letter. And he did. A few days later, Mrs. Flanders returned to my office. He's out. Good. I have something for you. She opened up her purse and pulled out an envelope. Inside was a check. It was more money than I'd ever seen for my... Than I, it was more money than I'd ever seen in my entire life. Wow. You earned it. I have something else for you. She opened up her purse again and pulled out a paperback and handed it to me. Shallow Waters, Who Really Killed JFK and Why by Harry Bark. Read it, Mr. Hacklin. Maybe you'll learn something. Cheers. She left. I flipped through the book, then dropped it into my wastebasket. And that's the end of Lee Hacklin. 19- I'm almost done. That's the end of Lee Hacklin, 1970s private investigator in Shallow Waters. Thanks for listening, and please feel free to join my group page on Facebook. It's called Johnny's Way. Thank you for listening, and don't forget God loves you.